0: How's it going, everybody? This is Chris. Welcome back to the Libertarian Republican Podcast. This is episode 164. And uh, this one, I want to talk about Bidenomics and the, the Joe Biden's economy. And look, uh, Joe Biden is claiming that he's doing a really good job with the economy because uh, inflation is coming down. And uh, which doesn't mean prices are are dropping. It just means that prices aren't going up as fast. Uh, and we still have we have low unemployment. And I just want to I just want to go through a bunch of the economic reality here because first of all. Joe Biden is is dramatically over-regulating the economy. He's got, he has, ever since he took over, he has just reversed course the the Trump deregulation course, which really wasn't that extreme, but it was it was significant. And Joe Biden has has regulations for everything. I mean. Remember the clean power plan under Obama Obama that is in full effect the waters of the US remember that was a Obama plan where the EPA can basically seize control of any body of any piece of land that has a puddle on it basically basically that's what it is and of course Trump reversed that and then Joe Biden has now reinstated it uh, he's got emission standards, new emission standards. For a lot of this is is climate change stuff. I mean, all the expense, the really expensive stuff, uh, reg- expensive regulations are about climate change, and. Uh, the, the emission standards for for trucks and cars, cars and trucks, air conditioners, washing machines, refrigerators, there's all these p- pollution standards, new pollution rules, mercury, methane, all kinds of stuff, light bulbs, remember light bulbs are now illegal, uh, incandescent light bulbs, they're illegal, you can't have them. Um, uh, there's f- new food labeling rules, there are uh, uh, climate impact reporting rules now, are part of the, 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 the financial universe, basically, where if you, if you, no matter what you do, no matter what, y- you, know, you have to report what your climate impact is, all kinds of stuff. I mean, there, it just goes on and on and on and on. And and like I've said before, do you think there's a, a Democrat who would who would say, you know what? I think we have enough rules. I think we have enough regulations. No, you will never, you will never see a Democrat say that. So, so all of this is is hurting the the, the creation of new businesses and. And of course, there's inflation. Let's, so let's talk about inflation. We all know about inflation, and inflation last year was was the highest it's been in 40 years, and it's been coming down. Uh, it's down to about three percent now. It actually ticked back up to 3.2 percent in July. It was three percent in June, according to the you know these the government, the way they uh, the government people bean counters who are. Probably lying to us about everything, but uh, but um, but I, I think I, I, we need to point out that. Inflation has come down a lot of the, and I did an episode about inflation. I mean, there's a lot of reasons for prices going up. One is monetary inflation, the creation of new money. One is the disruption of the supply chain, which makes everything less efficient because of COVID. Everything's less efficient. And uh, some things were, there were shortages of some things and that drove prices up as as the the, the makers of things bid up the, the prices of these, uh, scarce resources basically Uh, but the other big part of it is energy prices so of course Joe Biden is on a war against fossil fuels he's waging a war it's not a secret he's waging a war against fossil fuels the Democrats want to abolish all fossil fuels and so you can look at the chart and of course they blame high gas prices on Vladimir Putin oh Vladimir it's because Putin invaded invaded Ukraine But actually, if you look at the chart of gas prices, just go look at the chart, and you'll see the prices of gas started going up like right when Joe Biden got elected. Because at that point, everybody knew that there was not gonna be any more, uh, you couldn't invest in new production. Oh, something broke? Don't, Don't buy a new one. You know, some part of your refinery broke? Don't buy a new one, because Joe Biden's gonna put you out of business in a couple years anyway. So what's the point of investing any money? Uh, oh, you want to uh, drill a new drill, a new well? No, don't do that. No, there's no point in doing it. Spending the money to do that. Joe Biden's going to put you out of business in a couple years. So, so that is what drove up the price of of gas, of oil in general. And and so, and then the prices started coming down. But why? I think it's really important to point out that Joe Biden has dumped about half of our strategic petroleum reserve onto the gas, onto the oil markets over the past couple of years. So it's, he's dropped about 300 million uh, barrels of oil, and that has been, as, as, dropped the, he's flooded the market with about 300 million extra barrels of oil and that has pushed prices down. Well, now you look at the gas prices, gas prices are going back up because Joe Biden's not doing that anymore. Now they're talking about, well, now we have to re, oh, don't worry, we're going to refill the Strategic Petroleum Reserve, which is supposed to be for our strategic secu- national security in case there's a war or in case there's a natural uh, disaster or something that that prevents us from from getting oil um, and he, you know and of course he used the war in, in Ukraine as just an excuse you know, this is they, they did this. Joe Biden did this mainly last summer just to, to push prices down so people so he would he would uh, so the Democrats wouldn't do so badly in, in the, the midterm election. That's all it was. it was just politics. So um, so now that so the question is well, what, what happens when all, when the oil's all gone? when the SPR is gone? He won't be able to push prices down anymore. And then we're gonna be, number one, we're gonna be without an SPR. So we're gonna be extremely vulnerable to any kind of a disruption. And that's serious. Uh, And second of all, we're we're gonna have skyrocketing prices of of gas. So so the, the price of energy makes the price of everything go up. So that's one of the reasons why inflation is higher. So now, of course, the, the Fed has been raising rates to try to tame inflation. Um, so now rates are, now I'm not a, I'm not, I disagree, this is where I disagree with Trump about high rates. I don't think high interest rates are bad. Uh, I think we need higher interest rates because that's that way you can put money in a bank in a savings account and earn interest without gambling in the stock market. That's the way it should be. Uh, But of course the high interest rate, of course the big banks, the big money market, the big money managers, they love low interest rates because that pushes everybody into the into the stock market where they make more money. They make they make more money in the fees managing your money in the stock market. You're not going to put $100,000 into a savings account and earn, you know, 0.02% interest. You no, know, you're not going to do that because you're, you you want a return on your money. So they won't they wouldn't make any money if you put all your you, know, you if you put your money into a savings account where it just sits there. The big banks, the big money managers, they don't make any money that way. They want you to go into the stock market so that's why uh, low interest rates are bad. Another reason why low low interest rates are bad. But my point is, what I'm trying to say is that this Biden economy is really, he is really slowly destroying our economy, but he's propping it up with a lot of government spending. And so let's get into the government spending. Um, The the one thing, the ERC, the earned—I'm uh, sorry—the uh, employee retention credit. Um, for so for COVID, if you kept employees during COVID, you get you know something like twenty-six thousand dollars per employee. Well, that program was was really only supposed to be about fifty-five billion. And now it's given out about $152 hundred and fifty-two billion. So it's about three times bigger than what they projected it would be. Um, and of course, the higher interest rates, because see, they have to, they have to, they. This is the problem with with when the government tinkers with the economy. Uh, the government prints up money that causes inflation, and then the Fed ha- feels like they have to raise interest rates to um, to fight the inflation. What do the what do the high interest rates do? The whole point of the high interest rates is to slow the economy down. So they wanna slow the economy down. They want to slow the economy down. But one of the the, the side effects, of course, is that it makes interest rates high. It makes the the debt service payments higher. So now America's, our national debt, the, the, the interest on the national debt is skyrocketing. And now it's about as big as. So we're going to spend about this year. We're going to spend probably more on interest on the national debt than we do on our own defense, which is too big anyway. But that just shows you where how this all of this decades of building up this national debt. The problem is, if rates go up, it sinks us. We have to spend all our money paying off our pay, paying the interest rate interest payments on the debt. We're not going to have any money for anything else. So. That's one of the yet another reason why it, national debt is bad, and and so speaking of the national debt, the national debt is skyrocketing because of all this increased spending that uh, that Joe Biden is, is saying is great. Look how great everything is. You know the Chips Act, um, the the Infrastructure Bill, the Inflation Reduction Act. All this spending is all it's so much so much great spending. Well, all that spending we don't have the money. So all of that spending is uh, is going to increase the debt. And in May, the estimate for the debt was um, was for one and a half trillion dollars. But they they made a, a, they they predicted that they would borrow seven hundred and twenty six billion dollars uh, in the quarter. And it ended up the quarter ended up they 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 borrowed about a trillion dollars. So it was about a 37% increase. So they were off by 37%. And that was just like in one quarter, from the beginning of the quarter to the to the next quarter, to the end of the quarter. I mean, that shows you that these people, they have no idea what they're doing here. They're, they're way, at, this, this debt is out of control and it's only gonna get worse. Um, Speaking of debt, you've got the credit card debt, consumer credit card debt is now over a trillion dollars, record high consumer uh, credit card debt. You've got Social Security is getting a eight Social Security recipients are gonna get a cost of living adjustment because of inflation of 8.7%. So that's gonna that's the biggest increase in 40 years. Uh, 2022 had a 5.9% increase. So you're talking about the so, the money that we have to pay st- old people who are retired has gone up, what's that, th- 14, over 14%, almost 15% just in the last two years. So we've got, same with Medicare, higher Medicare. Um, so the a, a lot of the, the Inflation Reduction Act projects, these green energy projects, because remember the inflation reduction act was not about inflation it was about climate change everything's about climate change that's all they care about now climate change climate change and and transgenderism basically that's all they that's all the democrats care about that's all the the federal government cares about and arresting trump that's those three things that's and the, the war in ukraine those are the so those four things: <laughs> climate change, the war in Ukraine, arresting Trump, and making sure everybody mutilates their kids' genitals. Those are the four main priorities of our uh, of, of our government. Uh, you could add okay, maybe you could add open borders as number five. Bring as many poor people in to America from all over the world as you possibly can get as, as, as many as you can find. Bring them in. Um, so, but the the Inflation Reduction Act projects, these green energy projects, a lot of them are going about 2,600% over budget, over estimates. Uh, the infrastructure bill projects are also going over budget. Um, the student loans, remember, Joe Biden just cut the student, the amount of, 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 st- the amount that you have to pay, that kids have to pay from 10% of their discretionary income to 5% and from, from 20 years to 10 years. So basically after 10 years, you just stop paying. You just stop paying the debt. Um, and and it's, it's a feedback loop because you have the United Auto Workers is asking for a 46% pay raise. 46%. Imagine if the car companies, now that's spread out over a few years. But imagine if the car companies raise everybody's pay by 46%. Do you think that's going to raise car car payments? The whole point of these pay raises is that if you that everything's more expensive so we all need to make more money. So we all ask we all ask for more money and then because we're now we're all making more money, the prices have to go up. So, and then we've got to ask for more money again. So it's a, it's a feedback loop. It never ends, and it's and it's a it's this is the problem with you know when uh, with inflation, it creates this feedback loop, and the and the problem is, the workers are always behind. So the prices go up, 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 and then the workers catch up a little bit, and then the prices keep going up, 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 the workers catch up a little bit, but the workers are always behind. So inflation hurts the working class the most. But like I've said, the, the federal government, the, 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 the Democrat party that now controls the federal government doesn't care about the working class. They are absolutely not interested in the problems of the working class, because they're getting their money. They are. They are the. They are not the party of the working class. They are not the party of anybody who pays taxes anymore. They are the party of the tax consumers. They are the party of the people who get the tax money. They don't care about the people who pay the taxes. So, uh, but the economy. So, so my point here is that the economy is slowing, and we've we've seen. Uh, there was a uh, Peter Schiff did mention this about the cardboard box orders are down the packaging corporation of America big cardboard box uh, maker is saying sales dropped 9.8% in quarter 2, 12.7% in the first quarter of this year. So so cardboard boxes, everything everything that gets made pretty much gets shipped or packaged in a cardboard box. Well, cardboard box orders are down the biggest they've been down since 2009. So that what does that tell you? It tells you that production Production is down, and the, the, the index of leading economic indicators has been dropping for 15 consecutive months. 15 consecutive months, corporate debt defaults In 2023, because of the higher interest rates, a lot of corporations are defaulting on their debt, up 53% from 2022, from last year. Manufacturing PMI, the the index that measures the strength of manufacturing, has been in contraction for eight of the last nine months. So, eight of the last nine months. So, so all of this stuff, you know, all this stuff takes time. And uh, the, you know, obviously they're hoping it's gonna hold together until next fall, You know, until 2024, fall of 2024, because they're hoping that they can, they can get Joe Biden over the finish line before it all falls apart or before the, a real recession hits. But remember what a recession is. Remember GDP, it's G plus, plus C plus I. Uh, government spending, consumer spending, business spending. And I is investment, business investment spending. All they have to do to avoid a recession is just spend more money. G-, G-, G, government can just spend more money and that boosts the GDP number. And they say, oh, look, no recession. That's all they have to do. But a uh, couple more points here. The July job report had 187,000 jobs created. But, what the way they do that the way they figure that out is they 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 survey thousands of businesses all over the country and ask them you know have you hired anybody um and and then they have a computer, basically a birth-death model, because some businesses are formed and some businesses die. So they have this birth-death model, which is all theoretical. So the birth-death model for July accounted for 280,000 of those jobs of the 187th. Which means, right? It means it's almost 100,000 jobs. So 100, so 93,000 jobs were actually lost. So their, 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 actual, uh, their actual survey, when they called people and, and surveyed the real existing businesses, they found that 93,000 jobs were lost. But then in their computer model, they came up with, oh, but, but 280,000 theoretical jobs were created. So they came up, oh, it's 187,000 jobs created in the month of July. Isn't that great? Is it great? I don't know if it's great. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, and then one last thing to to mention: giving USA. Okay, this measures charitable giving dropped in 2022 by 13.4 percent after uh, adjusted for inflation. So that's giving by individuals. That's the biggest drop since 2009, and it's only dropped in 1987, 2008, 2009. Those are the only times this number has dropped that they've been tracking. So that means people have less money to give to charity. So who who gets hurt? You know, the people who need charity, they get hurt, right? Um so look, I mean this this whole Bidenomics, Joe Biden's, Joe Biden's economic plan, is his economic philosophy is is regulate the economy more, regulate everybody more, um, spend more money. Drive up the debt. Uh, if we have oil, let's dump it and try to, you know, squander basically squander it. Uh, the SPR squandering our SPR to keep keep gas prices from reacting to the market, to the real, to the real market, you know, to to sh- basically trick you into thinking that gas prices are going down. Um, and you know, it's all, it's, it's, it hasn't fallen apart yet. It hasn't fallen apart yet, uh, but it doesn't look good at all. And, um, you know, I, I hope it doesn't get too bad because I don't, I certainly don't want to lose my job, but, you know, if this is what we're, you know, and then what, what are they going to do? They're going to say, well, we need to, we need to tax more, uh, I, the other thing I should mention is yellow trucking, 30,000 jobs just went out of business because of the, uh, and that's, that was all based on this, this pension crisis that we have in America, the unfunded pension liabilities that we have in America. We have a huge problem there. We have all these pension funds that are underfunded. California alone has I think a, million, a trillion and a half dollars of unfunded pension liabilities. And so you have this uh, the central central states pension fund that's basically underfunded. So you know you, you can't we are we're, we're we're living on borrowed time here. We're living on borrowed money, um, and we need to get the economy back to what, just very simple where the econ- where people are working and producing things, and the federal government just leaves everybody alone. Doesn't raise their taxes, doesn't overregulate them to death, and doesn't. You know, we have to stop with all this insanity, this climate change insanity, and uh, we need we need to focus on affordable, abundant, reliable, convenient energy instead of expensive, inconvenient, not reliable, and uh, certainly not uh, not abundant. Uh, you know, when the sun's not shining or the, or the wind's not blowing, these things, they don't produce any, uh, any electricity. And if we're going to store the electricity that they were producing, then we need huge amounts of batteries. We need batteries! Huge banks of batteries, which means basically raping the earth of every, every uh, rare earth mineral we can find. And most of them are in China or Mongolia or, or Congo. So, it's just a disaster. Joe Biden is a disaster. Uh, most people are, are just, are, most people know that inflation, that prices are going up and uh, the inflation is killing them, but they don't really put it all together. But the inflation is just part of, I mean, you know, inflation, I mean, really that is the, that is the number one thing. Prices going up. So all the things that Joe Biden does is going to cause prices to go up. And when prices go up, all of us suffer a drop in our standard of living because we have less money available to buy the stuff that we want. So that's sort of the point that we we need to make to voters over the next year and a half. So, all right, that's it. That's episode 164. I uh, hope you liked it. If you like this podcast, give me some good ratings and share it. And uh, and you can message me on Podbean or Twitter. Or I'm Li- Libertarian Rep Three on Twitter uh, and a bunch of other stuff. Getter and, and Truth and all that stuff. All right, I'll see you next time. Bye bye.